This is Doc's Cost, episode 20. 20 is Barry Sanders, one of the greatest players of all time. Detroit Lions and Oklahoma State University. Today we are going to talk about something that you probably aren't even aware of. They're taking your money and you don't know it. You're actually involved in giving it to them unwittingly. You're being tricked, maybe. Somebody's pulling the wool over your eyes. Somebody's pulling a fast one. But you probably have no idea that you are having the money taken from you. Okay, here we go. is simple, to get you 100% covered. I'm Scott Dowling. I've got over three decades of insurance knowledge and experience to share with you. I don't work for the insurance company and am beholden to no one. I'm here to make healthcare transparent for all of us. There's an affordable insurance plan out there someplace, and I promise to help you find it. Doc's Cost starts now. Hey, hey. So, it is graduation weekend. There is lots going on, and uh, one of the kids is flying in, so we're going to have the family together, part of the family. Not everybody, but almost everybody. And the graduation ceremony is going to be in person, but uh, socially distanced, masks on, and really short, and not a lot of people there. So I think we get four people in. And that's what we got. So we're looking forward to that. Um, I actually had a chance to connect, reconnect with a classmate of mine. Um, talked a little bit about uh, the show. And um, she had some great advice. Um, her name is Whitney Johnson. She has the Disrupt Yourself podcast. She's got over 200 and some odd episodes. So she's uh, very astute. Very knowledgeable. I learned a lot from her. Uh, Thank you, Whitney. And hopefully I'm going to shed some light on some things in a way that she suggested. And she said, it's great when you make me feel smart. So hopefully the knowledge, experience, education, and information I provide will make you feel smart. That's the idea. That's why you're here. Doc's Cost is for... Anyone who wants to learn more about their health insurance, save money on their health insurance, it's really good for those who um, may be running a business, a small business in particular, maybe an administrator, a firm administrator, maybe a company that's got, uh, say, anywhere from two to a hundred employees, maybe even more, maybe a hundred, two hundred, three hundred. But um, you're going to learn something here, and I'm going to continue to try to put it in a format that is easily digestible and something that you can understand. If you've got any questions, you can always find us at DocsCost.com. Up at the top, you'll see a a link for asking questions, so I welcome those. Um, Anything that we can do to help, but um, just ask away. You can find us at DocsCost on uh, Twitter, at DocsCost, D-O-X-C-O-S-T. As I said at the top, your money is being taken from you. Insurance is in place. You purchase insurance 
to relieve the financial burden from an unforeseen event, whether it be an accident or a sickness, whatever it may be, you are receiving money from the insurance company to relieve the financial burden from whatever that accident may have caused, whatever the the sickness may be, so that you are able to afford to pay that. That money is yours. The contract is between you and the insurance company or your employer and the insurance company because the employer is paying part of the premium. But that money is due to you. Now, here's where it gets taken from you. The insurance contract, and it is a contract, becomes assigned by you, unwittingly, to the hospital or the doctor or the pharmacy. You sign your benefits over, contractually sign your benefits over to the doctor, to the hospital, and to the insurance company. So you are effectively removed from the process. That is called assignment of benefits, and it's the single largest impediment to price transparency, to insurance premium increases. Um, You have no say whatsoever in what's being charged and what's being paid. Further, you really don't care what's being charged or what's being paid because you're removed from it, except when it comes to pay premiums next time around, which is exactly why you should care and why you should understand that your money is being taken from you. Here's what the Florida Department of Insurance says about assignment of benefits. An assignment of benefits is an agreement that once signed transfers the insurance claims, rights, or benefits of your insurance policy to a third party. Here are a few more things that the Florida Department of Insurance says that you might find a little unsettling. You are signing over the rights and benefits of your insurance policy to a third party. Depending on the language in the assignment of benefits, the insurance company may only be permitted to communicate directly with the third party, and you may lose all rights to the insurance claim, including the right to mediate the claim or make any decisions regarding the claim. Depending on the language in the, in the assignment of benefits, the third party may be able to endorse checks on your behalf. That means that they're signing your check, they're endorsing your check, and they're taking your money. Once you have signed an assignment of benefits, the third party may be able to file suit against your insurance company. So it's a number of different things in assignment of benefits. It all depends on how it is written. And the author of the assignment of benefits is your provider. And the providers have a lot of lawyers out there that are drafting different assignment of benefit statements that you sign that give them rights to your money. And you are signing it over to them and you probably don't even know about it. And a lot of them suggest that the rights be uh, unable to be revoked. That means that you can't change it. Once you give them the right to your benefits, that can't be changed. They put that language in there too. Let's take a look at what uh, some attorneys suggest here. This is from an article in Bloomberg Law. Uh, it says the attorneys will explore the often testy relationship between healthcare providers and commercial payers, that means insurance companies, 
with an eye to reminding hospitals, physician groups, and other medical organizations of the tools available to increase the odds that they will receive payment for the services provided to health plan beneficiaries. You are the health plan beneficiary. So you've got attorneys out there that are making sure that the hospitals, physician groups, and other medical organizations have the assignment of benefits written properly so that they can take your money. Here's further explanation. One of the most frequently litigated issues in reimbursement cases brought by in- and out-of-network health care providers against insurers is providing standing or a provider's right to file a lawsuit to recover for services it provided to its patients. This is because the health insurance industry bases the rights and responsibilities that one party owes to another on contract law. While network contracts often dictate that insurers pay in-network providers directly for services, providers who do not participate in the networks have no independent legal right to payment from the insurer as such providers do not share a contractual relationship with the plan. That basically states that the money is yours, the contract is between you and the insurance company, and your doctor, hospital, pharmacy has no right to anything within that contract. So here's the advice that they provide to give providers, hospitals, doctors, and pharma the right to your money. It says, accordingly, these providers, doctors, hospitals, and pharma, must ensure that patients assign their rights to benefits under the health insurance plan to the non-participating provider via an assignment of benefits. Then it goes on to further state that uh, additionally, participating providers should also obtain and maintain irrevocable AOBs, assignment of benefits, from their patients despite network contracts contractual language directing payment. That means that they want to take your money, they want to have the assignment made, and you can't rescind it. And that's written into the language as well. That means once you sign the assignment of benefits, the money's out the door, you can't do anything to stop it, and they can take all they want. And if they don't get what they want, they can sue the insurance company. And as I have stated before, for a lot of plans, a self-insured plan, the insurance company is basically your employer. So the providers have the right to go after the insurance plan to pay benefits, and that's going straight from your employer, straight in their pocket. And that's money that you could be earning in a raise. That's money that the uh, employer could be using to hire more employees. That's money the employer could be using to build a new plant. There's all kinds of money going out the door that's being spent on attorneys and fees and all kinds of other stuff that doesn't need to happen just because of assignment of benefits. So let's take a look at this in practice. How do you sign your benefits over through an assignment of benefits? How do you do that? How do you sign it and you don't even know it? Well, here's what the one that I see often. I'm not going to name the facility or the provider, but um, it is a rather substantial, well-known one. Um, There is a provision in the... uh, paperwork that you get right out of the box is called consent to medical care agreement and there are three three parts to it um, with a bunch of different subsections at the end 
It says, I have read, understand, and agree to this consent to medical care agreement. I have been given the opportunity to ask questions, and I have no remaining questions at this time. I understand where I can access additional information. I understand that the hospital provider cannot honor any changes that I make to this document. That's the irrevocation. That means you can't take it back. You can't rescind it. You can't change it. You can't say, I don't want it. So if you don't sign this consent to care, then basically they're not going to take care of you. So here are the parts to that document, the consent to medical care agreement. Number one is general consents and acknowledgments. Number two is my health information. And number three, and this is where you're signing your benefits. Number three says financial consents and acknowledgments. A. I agree I am financially responsible for and agree to pay the hospital for services, supplies, and use of facilities to provide my medical care and understand the hospital will charge me at the applicable rate for each location that I receive medical care. If I choose to have my health insurance reimburse the hospital for my medical care, I give permission to... to, I can't say that, can I? I give my I give permission to the hospital to bill any such insurer and update that information as necessary. I understand that my insurance cover varies and that my insurer may not pay everything or may pay only a part of my bill. If my insurer has an agreement with the hospital, then except for any applicable copayments, coinsurance, or deductibles, I will not be responsible for charges over the rate my insurer and the hospital have agreed upon. I understand that my insurer may deny payment for services that the insurer decides are not, quote, medically necessary or that are, quote, experimental. While the hospital will take reasonable steps to appeal these denials, I understand that I am responsible for paying for services denied by my insurer. So it goes on further and it says, if I choose to have the hospital bill my health insurance to pay for my treatment. I assign to the hospital my rights to receive payment from my health insurer or plan. And when it says my health insurer, those are fully insured plans, or my plan, that's your employer, that's a self-funded plan. If my insurance benefits are provided through an ERISA plan, which is also a self-funded employer plan, I hereby assign, transfer, and set forth all my rights, title, and interest as a beneficiary of the ERISA plan to the hospital with regard to my treatment and care. I also appoint the hospital as my authorized representative and grant the hospital limited power of attorney to receive plan coverage information and appeal any rights to payment and health care benefits. I agree to cooperate and provide information as needed by the hospital to establish my eligibility for my insurance benefits. So it's going on and on and on about saying, I give up my rights, I give up my rights, I give up my rights, and I give them to the hospital. So they are basically taking your money. They're taking it from the insurance plan. They're taking it from your employer. They're taking it from you. And it's all through assignment of benefits. The worst part of that document is they bury assignment of benefits within the same document where you have to acknowledge that you're receiving care and your health benefit information and all that. They wrap it up into one document. You probably don't read it. Where I go, they have that 
agreement on a laminated card, and then they got some little uh, electronic signing document with one of those um, pads with the LED screen, and you scribble on there with a plastic pencil, and it's an electronic signature that goes on a document, and you've got a, a, a laminated document there that says consent to care and it's um tethered to a post that's sitting next to that little signature gizmo and you probably don't even read it so you don't even know that you're signing this document you don't know what's in it you just go ahead and sign it so the doctor takes care of you and you're on your way and think about how you purchase other things you just hand somebody your credit card and say go ahead and charge me whatever you want i don't care my credit card can handle it and i'm not going to pay any attention No, that's not how you do things. So why would you assign your insurance benefits over? It's not how transactions are conducted, and it's not transparent. You don't even know what the hospital and the doctor and the pharmacy are charging you. They don't tell you. And the network contracts prevent them and prevent the insurance company from disclosing the prices that are in the network contract, and we'll leave that for another episode. Bottom line is that assignment of benefits adds to the cost of your insurance premium, prevents you from being a rational consumer because you're removed from the equation. As transparency becomes more prominent as an issue, and I just saw it this morning on uh, CNBC, said that CMS, it's the Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services, is not easing up on its requirement for transparency. As that continues, I'm sure that assignment of benefits will start to be included in those same discussions. And you'll be ready and you'll be prepared because you pay attention and you listen to DocsCost. That's why we're here. You can follow us on Twitter at DocsCost, D-O-X-C-O-S-T. Find us on the web at DocsCost.com. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors, your colleagues, listen to DocsCost. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can find us on Odyssey, which is radio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio. You can find us on some of the players like CastBox and Overcast. Uh, We were recently number one on Google. So give it a listen, give it a look, share it with everyone. We're glad you're here. We appreciate your time. Thank you as always. And remember, health insurance is not health care. Doc's cost is where you gain the knowledge, experience, education, and information to become an astute consumer of health care and take control of your health insurance. Lower your cost, take total control. Now here's my pal once again, Morgan Fingleton. So long, everybody. In this-
Looking back, didn't hear a thing. 